here at my co-host on Monday and Tuesday, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, what's going on, man? Hi, hey, what's up, man? Good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Special. Yesterday. How are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. It feels like it's uh like a quiet week, right? In MMA, doesn't it feel like Marcel? Like there's not a ton going on. It feels like there's not really any like major events. Um, I don't know. This is like it to you. It feels like a week off in a way. What do you think? Yeah, it pretty much feels that way, right? I don't know why it feels that way, but uh, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> no, it's weird because I okay, so I work at BJ and I work basically a forty-hour week or whatever, and like it feels like I haven't did much this week, even though I've did all these articles, just because there hasn't been you know card to break down. I haven't had to do the tape study for a card or do research into the fights, so maybe that's what mm -hmm. it is. Because usually, right now, Marcel, we'd be talking about a full fight card, we'd be breaking down a whole card, but not today. Today we're going to be doing like uh, some previews and stuff. We'll look at some future fights and stuff like that. We'll go to your YouTube, Marcel, and take a look at that stuff. Um, maybe talk about some news as well. But I want to do some like fight announcements with you. Um, but uh, first thing I want to talk to you, because you tell me a message today about this. Um, Bellator rankings came out. I got to ask you about this, man. Got to ask you. The Bellator rankings came out. And uh, you know what? I'll just pull it up here because I think it's going to be easier for people um, if they see it see the visual of it because i know you weren't too big of a fan of this i'll pull it up right here guys marcel's not a fan <laughs> let's just say that sends me a dm he's like what what is this that's it there you go so can't see all of it but basically like well, there was one foot division was the women's division right you don't like this eh? and a guy um below valerie Moreno. that's something you pointed out to me it doesn't make sense but that's somebody everybody's pointing out right now it just doesn't make sense you know, you beat somebody and you you got uh, you got ranked under them. It's not the first time they do that. It's just stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. No, I agree. It's not just Beltran does this. UFC does it too. We've seen that many occasions where the guy will lose, and then people make some excuse as to why he lost, and then they rank the guy who beat him above uh, blow him. It makes no sense, right? I think it's dumb, mm -hmm. but yeah, I know you want to talk about this a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't have to say about this, man. I mean, like they're doing their best, but I feel like a lot of these. Like this one too, Patricky Pipples about Peter Cooley just beat him a few a few fights ago, right? So that, or excuse me, a few like weeks ago, his last fight. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um, yeah, what about I don't Dan, Dan, Dan Morat and uh, Goethe Yamauchi? I mean, he just beat him by split decision. Where's he's not yeah. even ranked? He's not, he's even, not ranked. even ranked. That is. Yeah. So what's the point of having the fights then if they're not going to count, right? What's like they don't matter apparently. It just matters whatever mm -hmm. people think. It's like the perception more important than what's actually going on in the cage, which I hate, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, obviously UFC rankings aren't great either, but uh, this is it's a bit of a mess, man. There's a lot of like people I respect doing the rankings. They got to do a better job though, quite frankly, you know. Because to me, I understand it's uh, like a uh, consensus, Marcel, but that doesn't make sense. Go ahead. I'm Actually, I want to see the individual rankings because then you can see who's actually. They don't post that. Oh, they, they don't show that. Eh? No. Okay. Yeah, then you can actually see who ranks the way he should do. He should rank, and you can see who doesn't rank that that great. You know, that's that's yeah. the thing I, I would love to see. I agree. Okay, let's, let's do some fire announcements, and we won't do the full hour today, Marcel, because honestly, I don't know how many people are going to be in here unless it gets you know crazy busy. But we don't have a fight to break yeah. cards break down, but we will look at some future fights. So we're gonna go to Marcel's page here. And we'll talk briefly about these fights. We're not going to give picks, but we'll just give a, a quick uh, outlook of these fights. So I just saw this one, Marcel, Tiong Ho Kang. And Mario, this guy hasn't fought in a while, right? Like, it's been maybe a couple of years, am I wrong? Like, I feel like he hasn't fought in a while. Yeah, last time was UFC Busan, where he defeated uh, Peng Yuan Liu. 
Split decision. December 2019. Yeah. So it's yeah. been a little bit of a while. Yeah. He's actually on a three fight win streak, uh, Kang, and overall in the UFC, 6 2 and 1 no contest. Guy's pretty good, man. He's a good grappler. And then y'all have obvious exceptional grappler. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I like the fight, man. By the way, his nickname pisses people off in the Netherlands. Mr. Perfect there. or something? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. 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 Because uh, that's Ernesto who's over here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's. It's a good matchup, man. It's it's great to see where Kang stands right now, you know, uh, after a, such a long layoff. And Rani Yaya is a tough fight for almost everybody, you know. You know, he's very good at the ground, very slick. And, uh, yeah, he's a I think he's a tough fight for everybody in the Bantamweight division. Definitely for, for an up-and-comer who wants to make, uh, who wants to do well in the division. For example, they will never match him against Sean O'Malley. But, um, yeah, that's uh, he, he's, he's that kind of guy. If you beat him, you might be seeing uh, get, getting a top 15 guy soon. He's 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 right there, I think. Okay. Or, or yeah, yeah. No, if if you beat a guy like Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. You, I agree. You, yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying now. I, dude, I like this guy. I mean, he's a good fighter, guys. Here's the thing. I'm looking at his record now. He missed four years because he was doing the mandatory military service. This four yeah. years was prime, but he's only still 33, so he's not super, super old. I'm gonna mm -hmm. how old I wonder how old Ronnie is right now. How old is he? Let's take a look. He's 36, let me guess. 36, yeah, 36. Yeah. So he's still not even 40, which is crazy because he's been in the UFC forever now, man. Like he's been yeah. in the sport for a long time, but he's still winning fights. He's won four of his last six fights. I mean, the guy is still insanely dangerous on the ground, as we saw against Ray Rodriguez. But I do think this is a big bit of a step up. So we'll bubble this fight when it happens, July 31st. That could, card is never main event. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think it's a great, it's, it's a great matchup, man. I think uh, I like I really matchup. I was gonna say fun. this card. There's no main yeah. event yet, but Mackenzie Dern just did an interview today uh, with Kachi, and she said that the UFC wants her to fight Marina Rodriguez in the main event of that card, but Marina not doesn't good. want to fight till September. Apparently, yeah, not gonna so, happen. Yeah, that fight's not gonna happen. But they might still match Mackenzie up with someone. I don't know who it'd be, but just something to keep in mind because that fight Dana White said the other day that fight was done. It's not done. It's yeah, what, what, I, what I've what I've heard, I heard that Mackenzie um, uh, wanted to fight, and like you said, Marina couldn't do it until like October or something, and uh, they proposed that to the UFC and to uh, Mackenzie, but they haven't heard back since. So she wants to fight twice. She wants to fight in in July and in September. So okay, being ambitious. Hopefully, Kane's working his jits. Yeah, I mean he's got a good ground game, man. <laughs> Stop mm -hmm. seeing these all the sugar shit. We'll talk about him after. Um, so there's other fights. Okay, so another guy coming back from the military service, Drew Choi against Danny Chavez. Man, I'm excited to see this guy back. You know, I was at his fight with Cobb Swanson in Toronto. That fight was absolutely insane. One of the craziest fights ever. You know what's nuts? This kid, I think a lot of us thought this guy was going to be like a superstar in the UFC, and he just he just hasn't put it together. He's three and three now. He's lost his last three, and he's only fought what twice in the last four or five years. Twice in the last five years. That's crazy. Feels like the military service thing kind of you know, really. Uh, Push his career off to the side here. And he, the last time he fought, again, UFC Busan, another guy, he got knocked out by Jordan. He's lost three straight fights, Marshall. Any thoughts on this fight? Yeah, but the three fights he lost, he got all three, he got fight of the night in. So uh, he's an exciting mm -hmm. guy, you know. But oh. um, yeah, I mean, uh, this is a, a, he, has, he has to win this fight, man, to, oh, yeah. uh, to get where it is. This is definitely a winnable fight. And it's, but it's a difficult fight, man. Chavez is not a bad, bad, bad fighter at all. I'm a main Masters guy. But um, he probably has to win this fight. Uh, it's it's actually man, it, it's it's fun that they uh, that they booked the Koreans for the same card, and uh, both Koreans have, haven't fought in uh, since the Busan card, right? So mm -hmm. they are uh, the exact same layoff they have, and 
yeah, I really like the fight. I think it's a good fight. So uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, I think it's definitely a winnable fight for for Du Choi. Um, Dave Chavez is coming off the loss to you. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, um, Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon. It got old wrestle, but this is a striking based fight. So we'll see. I mean, Chavez definitely got some good striking, good good kicks and everything. But Choi, very powerful dude. We'll see. Should be a good fight. It's a it's a fair fight. It's a fair matchup. Chavez, yeah. you know, honestly, the loser probably gets cut. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's probably what's going to happen in this one. Um, Ramiz Brahmas Rashad Platnikov. So. This dude's ear fell off in his last fight, if I'm not mistaken, against Max Griffin, right? Like his ear like fell off his head. Sasha yeah. Planov coming off a loss to Impa, but I mean the guy's pretty tough. We saw that in his first fight against uh, Kossi, Lewis Kossi. So any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think it's a fun fight, man. We know uh, Ramis uh, does does very well in the first, in the early rounds or, or, all the time, you know. And uh, Palatnikov uh, did very well against Kossi. Did really look good against Impa, I think. Um, yeah, overall a fun fight, man. It's it's fun. I hope that uh, that Ramis can bring his A game for this one. You know, uh, first fight was a difficult fight against Max Griffin. He got his uh, almost his uh, ear detached from his head, but uh, he told me uh, everything is good again and uh, all is healed. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it should be a pretty good one. I'm glad the guy's ears <laughs> back back together. Don't get to make it to the live stream off the. Hey, Chris London, what's going on, man? Keep good work. Hey, glad to hear you, man. Chris is a guy that uh, is always messaging me, uh, giving good positive feedback on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for your kind words. Um, this fight's short notice, so pa- Mackie Patolo fell out of the card. Greg Rodriguez, who just knocked out uh, Fem, I think his name is. Is that his name? Uh, LFA? Yeah, Josh Fem or something? Fem, Fem, yeah. excuse me. Um, knocked him out. Brutal knockout. Great knockout. I saw the highlight was going around. It was basically one of the best highlights of the, of the weekend. And, uh, man, getting a shot in the UFC knock. It's Dusko Torodovic, who... I thought it was such a good prospect, and then he just got absolutely smashed in his last fight with Marcel um, by Puna Helisoriano, who's obviously a great prospect, too. And his defense, like, he had his hands at his waist. He was just getting teed off on. This could be a tough fight for him, man, against the guy who punches super hard. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, man, I think Jacob Faultman might return to the UFC after he sees now that they uh, that they uh, signed Barack Obama, you know? So um, you, you see the resemblance. Come on, like right? I'm a little bit, yeah, yeah. Jacob yeah. Chris Walken. I remember he called him Brock all those years ago. That yeah. dude was a very boring fighter. That guy's one of the most boring fighters the UFC ever had. I'm looking at his record right now. He was in the UFC and he, he had like 10 fights and almost everyone went to the scene. It was bad. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, um, this is a fun matchup, I think. Man, Dusko has to come back after that uh, loss against Puna. And uh, yeah, Rodriguez looked good, man. But he also in the contender series where I remember that uh, that he got some hype behind him, and then he lost to uh, jo- Jordan Williams, right? Uh, via that knockout. So it's like I don't know, man. It's it's a quick return, but he he got a win uh, at LFA. He got the title. It's crazy, man, how quick uh, the LFA title is vacant all the time, you know? <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good matchup. I'm looking it's always to it's also every, every car, car. Yeah, I, I do the breakdowns for every car or the, the opening odds. Every time I'm writing, it's like a vacant title fight. Like three on I every mean, card. Yeah, which which middleweight hasn't signed from the UFC? Which LFA middleweight champion? They all know. make it to the UFC and they, they give him a chance, and we'll see how the good yeah. this guy is. True test see if Dusko has worked on his striking defense. I doubt it. I mean, this and this guy hits hard, but short notice. Although he just mm. had a fight, he, he was training, so he's in good shape. Kyla Santos gets Mandy Bohm. So she was in Bellator, if I'm not mistaken, and got cut. Yeah, yeah. One cut. Man, one I mean, I, I got it. I don't know a ton of Bohm, but Tyla Santos is, like, really good. So I'm surprised they did this fight. Any thoughts? 
yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Tyler Santos, I really like her. Uh, despite that one weird fight against Borella where she sent her twin sister, uh, she has looked good, you know. And uh, Mandy Boehm, Mandy Boehm is uh, really uh, well-known in Germany. She's a good fighter. She trains at SBG right now. And, uh, yeah, she, she defeated uh, Greet Eckhart uh, in, in Bellator, you know. And uh, before that, she did very well in the GMC organization in Germany. She got a win uh, at the TKO uh, in Canada where she uh, defeated Jade Masson Wong, uh, where she won the title in her first fight for TKO. She didn't defend it. She went to Bellator. About to let her go for some weird reason. I have no idea why. Oh. But uh, the UFC picked her up. And uh, she's now fighting Taylor Santos, which is a great opportunity, man. Taylor's like 12 or 13 in the division. If she wins against Taylor, which is very possible because she's really good, I think. Mandy can be in the rankings. So it's a, it's a close fight. I, I really like this fight. This is a good matchup, man. Yeah, I'm just surprised that they gave this girl Taylor Santos, who's like been really yeah. dominant lately. Like She's been whipping girls to the floor and just dominating them. We'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe Bohm's really good. We'll take a look. Um, yeah, this fight, I mean, Victoria Leonardo, I don't even know if she's really UFC caliber. She's like barely in the UFC. And then Melissa Gatto, okay, this girl hasn't fought in like four or five years, Marcel. Yeah, it's been mm -hmm. a while. So any thoughts on this one? I don't know. Like, she's never fought in the UFC yet. She's just been no, gained the lead. Yeah, she has. Uh, she had three fights lined up. Uh, one, one would fell through due to an injury. Other two by by uh, visa issues, and then she got a year of suspension due to from USADA for using stuff. So she's she's back right now. First first fight. Yeah, Leonardo did not look good at all, man, in her fight against uh, Manon Fioro in, in January. And uh, before that, she defeated Chelsea Hackett, I think, uh, with the Contender Series. Mm. But Chelsea Hackett was gassed as hell, man, in that fight. And Leonardo took over, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know, like you said, uh, she's really UFC caliber. We will see it in this fight, man. But uh, I don't know, man. Gato, like you said, she also hasn't fought for a long time. So, it's kind of a gamble in this fight, so far as I, I, yeah, I, I might concern. I haven't even watched her fights yet because she's never fought, right? So in the UFC. So I have to oh. watch her tape back, but she does have a win over Carol Rosa. Carol Rosa by win. Kimura. Yeah. That's a great win. I mean, that girl's good. So that's a good win. I have to watch her tape. I mean, maybe she could, but again, that's a long layoff, man. Her last fight, guys, September 2018. It is 2021 now. So that's almost yeah. a three year layoff. That's something that I never like to bet on, but I just don't think Leonardo's that good. So it's a very winnable fight. Go yeah. through a few other fights. This fight, I don't understand this fight. I don't get it. Um, I think I thought Barrio was going to get a guy maybe in the top 15. I don't understand this fight at all. What do you think? Why do you want to see Barrio against somebody in the top 15? I think he deserves it, man. I think he looked incredible against Abu Azatar last fight out. Uh, the fight before I, that, I, he, looked, he looked good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I absolutely disagree with you, man, by the way. Yeah, and that doesn't uh, happen that often. He looked amazing his last fight, though. He looked incredible. Yeah, like, against, against Abu Azaitar. Um, so he dominated the dude and then finished him with like 10 seconds left. It was a really dominant performance. Like I'm just you, surprised because he's... It's pretty good. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you, you got to watch against who he fought as well before, man. He, he won against Pichoda, but they got overturned because he used something. And after yeah, that, but uh, it was, he, he got, was... He got uh, vindicated by USADA. He didn't get a huge suspension because it was contaminated substance. Yeah, knows, yeah. Uh, but before, before that, he didn't look good at all in the UFC. You can't give right. him a top 15 based on uh, Azaitar win, in my opinion. I'm even shocked that they, gave him that they gave him Lunjambula. I think Lunjambula is a much better fighter, to be honest. But really? I'm wow. I'm, see, I, yeah. I completely disagree. I'm I'm on the complete opposite page with you in this fight. But again, okay, there's no problem. What day is it? August, 20, <laughs> August 14th. So we got what? This fight not even... <laughs> Watch someone get hurt. We're not going to see this fight happen. But yeah, I just, <laughs> I know Delta is like decent and obviously beat Perez, but I just look at Barrio as like a guy who could be in the top 15. I mean, to me, going to Stanford every May, it looks like he's, he's much improved, but we'll see.
We've got a different take on this, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> this one, <laughs> Leron Murphy and Charles Jordan. I mean, both guys are, are solid, man. Murphy's win over Ramos looks much better now that Ramos just won that fight in the weekend. Um, and Charles Jordan, obviously, he's, he's looked pretty good in the UFC coming off that win over uh, Rojo. Man, so this should be a good fight. Someone probably gets finished in this. What do you think? Absolute barn burner, man. I love this fight. I think everybody does. Uh, we'll probably in, be in England, so uh, there's home advantage for Leroy Murphy there. Um, yeah, I mean, Leroy Murphy looked good so far in the UFC. I think he got kind of lucky with the draw against Subaira in his debut, but after that, he looked really good, I think. Against, also against Douglas Silva and Andrade, he looked really good. And Jordan, Jordan looked good in his last fight against Rojo, like you said before, that the Koulibaly fight. I think he won that fight, but uh, it went to withdraw. Um, it's a fun fight, man. It's really, it's kind of looking like, it's kind of looking for who's going to be in the top 15 soon and who's not going to be in the top 15. It's kind of that that fight that's that's propel you maybe to a top 15 fight or uh, not propel you to a top 15 fight. It's either that one. So that's how yeah. I feel about it. I agree. I like the fight. Um, yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about with you. This fight's sick, man. Oh, wait, hold on. Straight wager. What's going on, man? Grand Pal Murphy, probably. I mean, the guys looked amazing. He's probably going to be the favorite in that fight. But Jordan is obviously solid, too, as you know. He's a yeah. um, Aldo and Minos. I mean, I love this fight, man. When I saw this announcement, I was like, damn, this is fight of the night. <laughs> two of the best leg kickers in the division. Two of the best veterans in the division. Man, I absolutely love this fight. It's crazy that... Uh, Munoz is actually older than Aldo. How nuts is that, eh? By two months, but it's just very surprising because Aldo's been around forever. It's crazy. We just passed the 10-year anniversary of UC 129 where I saw him fight uh, Mark Hominick. I mean, that was over over 10 years ago, guys. That is crazy. And he's still fighting at a high level. Like, the guy's amazing. With the hematoma. With that nasty hematoma. Bro, that fight was so nuts. That was the fight of the night that night, I think. They got 129,000 that night. UFC used to think about bigger bo- they used to go with bigger bonuses. They don't do that anymore, really, except for last card in um, Dallas, but or Houston, I should say. But yeah, I-, I love the fight here, man. It's a great matchup. I would assume the winner would be like probably one win away from a title shot or something. Like these guys are right behind Font now, I think, and uh, San Diego Dillashaw, but these guys are right there. What do you think? Yeah, I think, like I said yesterday, I think the winner will probably fight Rob Font next. Um, although Font actually deserves a higher fight right now, but. Um, uh, listen, man, funny thing is that uh, Francis Ngannou is older than Jose Aldo. I mean, that, that's also crazy, a crazy stat, you know. But, um, yeah, great fight. Uh, Aldo looked look, look pretty solid against uh, Mar- Marlon Chito Vera, you know. And many people who are like, uh, Chito is going to win that. But Aldo was like, yeah, not today. So, um, mm-hmm. Aldo looked good. M- Munoz looked good against Jimmy Rivera. Uh, won that mm-hmm. fight with, with, without too many problems, I think. It was competitive, but Munoz was better. Um, yeah, this is it's a fun fight to look forward to, man. It's it's kind of like the thing is, it's it's kind of it, it will be like who, who has the um, who is on point that day, I think, because I think it's very close this fight. That's a so, great point. Uh, Every day is different for these guys. Sometimes you know you yeah. might not be feeling well that day of the fight, and you might have a bad performance. We always forget that, you know. It's like we always think like there's only one outcome that can happen. Lots of things can happen in the cage. Fellow Brazilians edge to beat me. It's definitely possible. It's a close fight. I'm assuming. I think there's odds before. Let me double check. I saw some odds the other day. Aldo, take a look here. Yeah, Aldo's minus 137. Munoz plus 110. So close odds. Um, this fight, my boy at DJ Penn broke the news. Alzino, uh, Earl Spanish versus Jalen Turner. Man, I love this fight too. This is a good one. When he told me about it like a few weeks ago, he was like, "Yo, I got this fight." 
that I'm hearing about. And I was like, what fight is it? He said, Manager's Turner. I was like, holy crap. Break that fight. Get that news done. I love this fight, man. What do you think? Yeah, it's a great fight, man. I think Oros Medic uh, has, has been looking very good, what, what I saw from him so far, you know. Contender Series, he beat that guy with, uh, with, with very quick. And uh, the Elon Cruz fight got uh, stopped way too late, in my opinion. Um, Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner sometimes looks looks really good, but I think he's kind of inconsistent, to be really honest, man. And uh, uh, he's not a bad fighter. I really like him. I think uh, he, he should stop to 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 uh, share those Instagram stories with all those spiders on it, man. He always scares me at night when I'm going through Instagram stories. And I'm in my bed and I'm, I'm scrolling. I was like, oh, it's a huge spider in, in my face. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah he also brought a, a tarantula to the weigh-in last time. Um, this dude's yeah, it's crazy a fun fight, I think. Spiders, man. I hate yeah, spiders. Yeah. They, they scare the crap out of me. This guy yeah, loves I, them. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would say I hate them, but I really don't like them around me. So, <laughs> I mean, this so, guy uh, is just – I want to pull on. Let me pull this up here. Oh, you can actually go to his thing, right? Yeah. Like look at this dude. We'll blow it over here. I just was looking at it, man. He's, it's just it's scary. Like some of these spiders he's got, man. This huge collection of tarantulas, right? Like look at this thing. Look at this thing, guys. What the hell is that? Like yeah. that's so freaky. <laughs> <laughs> this thing moved. I was like, it looks like it's real. Look at this thing, man. Jeez. Oh man, I don't like, bro. Are you kidding me? These things are freaky. Whenever I see these like nature documentaries of these things, I'm like, I don't want to yeah. see it. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to some other fights here on your page. Um, yeah, no. All right, let's go through a few more. This one right here, Ryan Hall and Poirier. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that Hall <laughs> is supposed to fight again because he barely he probably fights like once every like, two or three years. It feels like. What injury is going to pull him out of this fight? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know, but he he looks uh, really excited for this one. Um, I think <laughs> he's like Gegard Mousasi. He's got the same look on everything, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, what can you say, man? That's actually, uh, I, I think Hall is more of a pure grappler, and I think Tapuria is also a grappler, but he can do some nasty stand up as well. Yep. So, Hall yep. might be in trouble in this one, man. He could be, man. I mean, this guy looked amazing at David Jackson. Yeah, he's incredible. I think he's a good prospect. Get these comments. Matters for Turner. Yeah, I mean, that fight is that's a to me, this fight, this I mean, Turner can win because he's, he's a talented guy, but he's been knocked out four times against a guy who hits extremely hard. It looks like a knockout uh, in the first round. At least, he, at least he got a medic in the cage, right? True. He's got that guy to help him out if he gets knocked out. What's up, guys? Pat, what's so going bad. on, man? So bad. Uh, let's go to a few other ones. Sean Brady, Kevin Lee. We talked about this yesterday, but uh, yeah, I like the fight. Um, good fight. Yeah. Both guys are very good. Um, Roman DeLizzi, Storopoli. So the odds came out for this fight, and they were weird because Storopoli opened as a betting favorite, and the line flipped immediately. So that line was not a good line by the odds makers. And now Dolizzi's the favorite, which I think should be the case here. Right? Storopoli's not bad, but moving up to 185, Marcel, in this fight against a guy who looked really good against Trevor Giles, he barely lost the decision. It was a close fight. He, he barely lost. I, I think Dolizzi should be a decent-sized favorite here. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I'm kind of shocked with that, with that uh, opening uh those opening odds, I think uh, Star Polo's last fight, what I can remember, was against Tim Means, I think, yep. and uh, he yep. didn't look good at all in that fight. Nope. Um, and Dolice, Dolice looked look okay against Giles. I think he won the fight. Many people had it for Giles, but it was a close fight, so I had no problems with it. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, Dolice should be the fight and definitely are the, are the favorite and definitely at middle, middleweight, man. Yeah, I saw this guy fight in Brazil when I was there for that card against Thiago Alves. I think it was a controversial yeah. decision. Let me double check on that. I think it was. I remember it being 
close fight. No, 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 never, never mind. Everyone thought Scarpa won. They were judging it, but I remember the fans were booing because they thought Alves should have won the fight. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a decent speaker, but he's he's good man. He's a well rounded guy. This fight, Munara Lizzi against Nicholas Stolte. It looks like they're just trying to get Munara win here. I guess. What do you think? That's how it looks. Yeah, Stoltz isn't Stoltz isn't a very bad fighter at all, man. But uh, he hasn't showed in the UFC, and he had a tough task. Man, a short notice fight against Ramazan Emir. Yeah, you know? that, last that, year, that, Island. That's about yeah. if you don't want to debut against anybody, it's like against Emir because you know what he's gonna do, and it's hard to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, he's just such um, a boring fighter that makes you look bad. Yeah. I agree. This guy's probably a little yeah. better than when he showed in that fight. I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I don't know, Munar. He had a bad fight last time, obviously, but you know the guy's pretty, yeah, pretty dangerous. Go ahead. You know, you know, you know what it is, man. He had a great fight against Abdul Razak Al Hassan, but he had a great yeah. fight against a guy who hasn't looked good since his return in the UFC. Know. You know what I mean? So, I so know. how much stock should we put in that fight? I'm you know sure. what I mean? I don't so, know. It's yeah, say. same. It's really hard to say yeah. now. At this, point. I mean, maybe not, maybe really isn't that good. Maybe Abdul is just like completely shot. I, I, I mean, we all were like, "Wow, that that that's a great debut for him," and it was fight of the night, by the way. And we yeah, were like, fight. "Wow, this is maybe a next superstar or whatever." But then you see how Abdul Razak Hassan has looked in his last past fight, yeah. and now I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. Wally Alf has looked great against him the last time against yeah. us. So I don't know." Yep. Very interesting. The wine and Hall Tapuri. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I think it's Same. gonna be close, but I like Tapuri a little bit. But again, we got a little bit of time. Two sixty four. It's in July, so we got time. There are certain fighters I call their hard game style. Too many cancellations. I agree. Gumbizi's too big for an 85. Mm, he looked good. I thought the last fight. He barely lost to a guy in Toronto Giles. He's a pretty underrated fighter, I think. It was a close fight. It was his first fight at 185. He took it on short notice, too. I think now he's getting a full camp. I think he'll make the way fight. I think he'll look good in this. But we'll see. Starpo is a dangerous guy. It's not like it's an easy fight. There's a reason they open as a favorite. We'll go through a few other ones here. I gotta be honest, man. I'm so disappointed by this fight. I gotta be honest. Like, I don't, I don't blame them for doing it because basically the UFC is trying to, trying to see, hey, we know you can strike Rodriguez, but you have a ground game. That's what they're trying to do here. But I can see a Bubakar making this so boring, just holding him to the ground for 50 minutes, man. I, I wanted to see the matchup Rodriguez as a fan with a guy like Robbie Lawler or something like that or Jeff Neal. You know what I mean, Marcel? So I don't know what you think, but I don't like this matchup. What do you think? I think, to be really honest, Rodriguez deserves a higher-ranked guy than Abu Bakr Nurmagomedov, and I have the feeling that the UFC is like, if Abu Bakr wins this fight, he, he probably steals a hide from Daniel Rodriguez, you know? That's what I think. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think. listen, for Nurmagomedov, is a great chance to get back in the uh, in the mix where he probably, probably uh, lost it last time against Zawada. I know he won against Gooden, but Gooden is not like a top, top guy, you know? And Zawada actually was supposed to lose against Abu Bakr. Remember, he was a huge underdog and he won that fight, Zawada. So uh, mm -hmm. now uh, now Rodriguez is probably, I don't know, man, he should be a favorite in this one, to be honest. But I don't know for sure, man, since he's fighting Abu Bakr and Rodriguez is really from a striking kind of base and Abu Bakr loves to wrestle, as we all know. So, yeah. Uh, but like I said, man, I, I think it's a good matchup to see where both guys stand, but I think Rodriguez deserve a better matchup, to be really honest. I thought so, I, think, I thought uh, so too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought they would give him a striker just to be fun. But again, this is what the UFC is doing now, the guys. The matchmaking is different now. They're, they're not trying to necessarily make fun fights, although they obviously do. It's more about seeing how, how well-rounded the fighters are. They want to see Dan Rodriguez as a ground game. They want to see how his takedown defense is. That's honestly what they're doing here. And they're like, hey, if you can defend the takedowns, and we'll give you a top 15 guy. Go ahead. 
unless you're very popular and you make them lots of money, they will prevent you from the from the difficult fights, probably. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I mean, it's a close fight. Abubakar could definitely win that fight. So this fight happened, as we know. Yeah. This is another fight that's interesting. Again, it's the same thing. They're trying to see. They know Derek Minner can wrestle, but what happens if Elkin stops his takedowns? Does he have striking? Does he have gas? We'll see. I mean, he looked great against Charles Rosa, but Gary Elkins is much tougher than Charles Rosa, man. And he's like a warrior, you know? He won't, you can't, you can't knock this dude out. You'd have to like cut him open and make him bleed so bad the doctor stop. Like this guy will keep coming for 50 minutes. It's a good fight, man. I like this matchup. What do you think? Man, Elkins has lost many fights because he was bleeding. And I think I even think that they, uh, I think, for example, the Nate Lantworth fight yeah, where he, he lost. Yeah, he won that was, fight. Like he outstruck yeah. him, but. He was bleeding yeah. everywhere. I know. I and, know. And everybody was like to me, like on Twitter, like you, you, you're crazy. I was like, no, man, you guys are way too much swayed by by the blood and all. He, he looked good in two of those three rounds. He should have won that fight. But hey, man, I'm I'm happy by the way we agree on that one. So uh, I I know I'm not crazy. Um, it just worries me because uh, this dude. I remember when he fought Ryan Hall. And we were talking about he got struck by Ryan Hall, man. That was that's really worrisome. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Says that this fight is against a grappler. That's the difference, guys. It's a grappler grappler fight. Go ahead. Yeah, Menor looked great in this last fight, man, against Charles Rosa, uh, right? Uh, I, I, I wasn't. I think he, he looked great. You look like I'm, I'm saying something really weird, but I think he did look great. And um, yeah, I don't know. This is a step up for him, to be really honest, man. Alkins is a guy which which is recognizable for many fans, I think. If he beats this one, he might be getting a top 15 soon. But um, yeah, we'll see, man. What's going to happen? I, I, I'm really curious. Yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, Elkins has lost four of his last five, so it's tough to say what they're going to do with him if he loses this one. They might let him go. I saw him fight heavyweight. Saw him with the Leedsy. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? But we've seen—I mean, we've seen crazier transformations. Yanti Maduro's used to fight at heavyweight. Now he fights yeah. at heavyweight. That's that's pretty nuts. There's a few other ones. Alan Amadoski versus Yu Yazong. Did this guy used to fight at like light heavyweight? Didn't he fight? Yeah. Or something? Didn't he fight yeah. uh, that dude Rashad Ultra? Sur- yeah, he's, surreal. Oh, he's talking yeah. middleweight. Okay, okay. So Amadovsky's he was at welterweight and middleweight or just at well middleweight, Amadovsky. I think just at middleweight as far okay. as I know. So this dude's dropping down 20 pounds. Okay. So he's been in the UFC let's see here, twice. He lost to Rashad Coulter, lost to Cyril Asper. He hasn't fought in three years. Both those guys are off the roster. Why is this guy getting another fight? Why is Amadovsky even getting another fight? This guy has been 0 2 in the UFC's looked terrible, hasn't fought in two years. Marcel, this fight is this is weird. Give me a thought your thoughts. It's a real weird fight, man. And it's also and weird that they match him against. Why is it 264, too? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> and they match him against each other. So one will probably get a win here. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, to be honest, man. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, you it's do. a weird-ass fight, man. I don't, I'm surprised. I didn't know this guy was on the roster. I thought he was cut. I, I swear I thought he was cut. All right. I like this fight. I mean, this fight's going to be really good. Tim Means, one of my favorites ever. Love the guy. Great striker. Danny Roberts, fun player to watch, man. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, man, I like the fight as well, man. I think Tim Means is uh, tough as hell, man. And uh, he's been doing it for so lo- such a long time. Uh, I really like him. Overall, great game. He, great overall game. Uh, Danny Roberts. Danny Roberts is a solid fighter, man, but he is uh, in- inconsistent. There's also mm-hmm. a problem with him, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, he can look good the other day, and then he gets knocked out by Michel Pereira in the first round. So it's like, yeah, Um if you ask me, I think oh, I think uh, Tim Means is much more consistent than Danny Roberts, but Danny Roberts yeah. definitely has the chance to defeat him here, man. So it's it's a close fight. Yeah, Tim's thirty seven now. Danny's thirty three. They're both in their third. I didn't realize Danny was thirty three now, but he's been in the UFC for a while too. He's just like you said, been inconsistent overall. Though 
one, two, three, four, five, six and four. So yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, it's like, it's a decent record, but uh, the, the, the thing is the four losses were stoppage losses. Like his chain mm-hmm. is definitely a concern. I would say, and this fight against a striker really means it could be a bad night, but we'll see. I mean, this guy is pretty good too. It should be a great fight. It could be fight of the night. Um, Lanceville and Alpert, you know, okay, so I got a few thoughts on this one. Number one, I just don't understand why Alper is being booked four months from now. Like the girl was supposed to fight last week. Like she just went to a full <laughs> camp. That is brutal to wait till September now. That sucks for her because you know these fighters want to get in the cage or unleash their or their emotions, man. She was she's not able to do it to September. But I will say I like this matchup for Blanchfield a little more than that last fight against Dumont. Which come on, she was going to lose that fight. She was going to get smothered by a bigger girl who's at featherweight now. That was a terrible fight. Her management should be ashamed of themselves for taking that fight. They had no business saying yes to that fight, Marcel. No business at all. You cannot destroy your 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 young prospect's confidence. This girl's 20 years old. She was going to go in there and get just, just taken down by Dumont for three rounds. Actually, sorry, she's 22, but still, she's ready for the UFC. You know, it's a fight that she can win. I'm just saying, like, I'm glad at least they made her a fair matchup, but I feel kind of bad for Alpert because, man, she just had her fight pulled from her. What do you think? Yeah, man, I actually have to agree with you right now, man. If I saw how Dumont fought, fought against Spencer, I think it's good. That Hold man. You has... like Blanchfield in that yeah. fight. She was going to lose. I know. I, I know, yeah. but I give you I, – I, I agree with you now, man. I, I, I say I'm wrong, so, yeah. It's, she was just too big. Uh, it's just the size difference. Yeah. Not the skill, it's the size. You know? Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, listen, man, maybe it's because Alpar uh, was supposed to fight abandoned weight and now she's dropping to flyweight. So maybe that's why she needs a little bit more time. I don't know. Maybe it's that. I have no idea. And uh, Blanchfield, yeah, finally our UFC debut, man. I waited for this for a long time, and I think this is a favorable matchup for her. Yeah, she's definitely a good prospect. We'll see. Um, but like I said, I just feel bad for the fighters that lose their fights. Paul Strickland, we talked about this last week, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, this one too, Clay Green and Marco Madsen. So these are older fights. Um, we'll take any comments, you guys. We've got a little bit of time left to talk, so go these comments. For me, the most incredible are AJ fought from. Yeah, I mean, he fought in four different divisions. It's not it's crazy to think that he fought Dan Hardy, right? That fight, <laughs> such a bad matchup with Dan. Lorenz Larkin, yep, he's fought a lot of weight classes too. Seems like a manager pulling favor game and getting that. Card. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I don't know. It's just strange how that's on C64. Um, there's not like a ton going on. Let's go pull up BJ Penn, look at some news and stuff, Marcel. Like oh, I said, sure. we'll get out of here earlier today. But we'll take any questions, guys. So please, if you have any, throw them out there. We'll take them. So I'll just go through some news here. Michael Bisping just went absolutely livid on uh, Joshua Fabia, by the way. I don't know if you saw that interview. He just no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he hates the guy. Um, what do you think about this Fabia guy? You think you think this is it for him in MMA now that he's lost Sanchez as his client? You think he's uh, that for him? I told you yesterday, man. Every every word we pro- talk about Fabia, we get him back and, and give him more attention than he deserves. You know what I mean? So. Uh, as long as he's not affiliated with any other fighters, I like to just don't talk about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, he's weird. Dude is weird. He goes with knives after fighters. He's like, oh, what are you going to do now? Dude, fuck off. I agree. <laughs> you know what's funny is that they always show the ads here, right? It's always the weed ads. And of course, Nate Diaz is right there because he's smoking weed. He's supposed <laughs> picture. I know. And, and you guys know what I'm searching for on the internet now that you see the ads. Cars and weed, apparently. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, What else do we got here? Uh, Charles Oliveira, he's talking about – he has a really good interview with Emily Fighting. He was just saying how, like, you know, for him it's like he's, he does this – you know, he's not doing this for, like, the cloud and for the belt. He does it because he loves the sport. And, and he believes that, you know, the people that have supported him in his career – he said they've been making tons of money on him betting as an underdog, which I thought was awesome. You hear that. He said that, you know, he bet, he actually says he bets on horses, which I thought was jokes. He races, he bets on racing horses, which I was surprised by, but uh, – yeah, we I mean, love the guy, man. I think it is a little nuts that he's underdog built those fights, considering the ground game. Um, Kevin Holland, 
you got AK now, Marcel, with uh, with Daniel Cormier working as wrestler. So I'm happy to hear that. It's good to yeah. hear. Maybe it'll help him out. I still think he needs to drop to 170, you know, personally. But Cody Garbrandt had this like video. He talked about the fight, how he fights for his fans. I mean, the guy. Listen, like I, I gotta be honest, I gained a little bit more respect from him after that fight just because he did survive the first the, the whole five rounds. You know what I mean? Like that's a hard task to do. There was like, honestly, there's not a ton out there. Go ahead, go ahead. Did, did you saw that clip uh, where Ali was talking about Connor against Mike Tyson? No. What do you say? Oh, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to you. You have to watch it yourself. All right. Maybe I'm gonna you, get you your comment you in a second. Yeah, Glenn, I'll get yeah. your comment in a second. I want to show you guys something. I just wrote the article. I just posted it. Michael Page admits his goals to fight in the UFC. I definitely feel like we need to touch the UFC at some point. So I'm gonna read the quote for you guys. He was on Bisping's show. 100%. He asked him if he wants to be in the UFC. Bisping did. He said, 100%. If I'm being honest, when I first started, the only reason I started was to go to the UFC. That was the biggest thing. It's obviously still one of the biggest shows. Obviously, there's a lot of shows popping up in general, especially when I started. Anyone that was getting them made, their goal is to get in the UFC, and the majority of people are still the same. Yes, I enjoy Bellator, and I enjoy where I'm at, and I enjoy my success so far, but I definitely feel like I need to touch the UFC at some point and just test myself there as well. There are some great matchups to be made over there, so I definitely think in the future. I don't know when. Obviously, I'm contracted to being in Bellator. I've got some goals I got to achieve there as well, and I feel like I'm close to doing that. But until then, I definitely see myself going there. So, I mean, it doesn't get any clearer than this, guys. He wants to go to the UFC. And like Pavel says, he's 34. So I don't know how many fights he's got left. But, you know, as a guy who's been uh, a little bit critical of him over the years because of the matchmaking, I even talked about in the article, the soft matchmaking, I got to be honest, man, if he's in the UFC, you know, we'd actually get to see him tested against guys that, you know, even a mid-tier guy like a Tim Means, I think give him a good fight, you know. So hopefully it happens. Um, I do yeah. want to see him fight Lima one more time, hopefully. I wouldn't mind seeing him or Amosov, whoever wins that. But sure seems like he wants to come to UFC, man. So I don't know if you saw these quotes, but any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, if he wants to, why not? It depends on how long his belt or contra contract still is, you know. But, um, yeah, why not? I mean, I think he... he if he gets in the UFC, actually gets some good opposition to to match to test his skills, you know, and uh, that's what we want to see. If he wants that, that's great. And uh, yeah, maybe it triggered uh, Scott Coker now as well to give him a higher opposition. <laughs> you know. I mean, we'll see. But like, I got to be honest. Like, in Bellator is just not a lot of competition for him. Like, he, they could do fights like Lawrence Larkin, which would be a good fight. But it just feels like they never want to do those fights. UFC, mm -hmm. even a mid-tier guy, guys, is a tough fight. This guy's right, though. There's not a time left at 34. I agree. He's going to make the moves. got to be now or the next year or so. Marcel, are you looking forward to the one card coming to the Netherlands? That's happening? Oh, yeah. I saw that today. There's like an international road to one, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's kind of kickboxing or Muay Thai. Yeah, let's see. I don't know, man. I have to see it. I know that one is uh, assigned some Dutch kickboxers. So um, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do. And I, they have some on the card as well. I know two, two are fighting on Friday. But uh, that mm -hmm. fight actually has happened already two months ago. So I don't know why they uh, <laughs> they delay it two months. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So do you want to see MVP in the UFC or what? Yeah, for sure. Why not? I just said, if he want to test himself and uh, he got can get out of his contract, a ballot or a fight over the, out of his contract. Yes, but it has to happen soon, man. He like, did, like this guy said in the, in the chat, he's 34 already. So. Yeah. No, I just posted the article on Twitter. We'll see what people say in the comments. I'm curious to hear what they say. Um, all right. You got you sent me the link. All right. So yeah. I mean oh okay, and the hot boxing thing. Yeah, that's I don't know, Ali Abdelaziz, man. All of good competition. Bro, look who he's fighting. Pavlo, don't even don't even start with me, bro. Come on. Look, Ross Houston, Shinzo Anzai. Come on, give the guy a decent fight. Who's the guy you fought in the last fight? 
Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson. The bat, you're right. The division is not bad, Pavlo, but come on, bro. I mean, the, the match rating has been soft for this guy for years. He's only fought two good fighters this whole time. Paul Daly, who gave him a hard fight, and Douglas Lima knocked him out. There's no reason the last card where, Doug, where Lawrence Lorcan was on that card, they shouldn't have had those two fight each other. There was no reason that fight shouldn't have happened. Okay? That was just stupid. And the Derek Anderson fight was beyond pointless. We all knew he was going to knock him out. Come on, guys. So... And he's saying the problem is MVP doesn't want to fight versus the fighters who are wrestlers. Yeah, I, then you better not go to the UFC. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's not going to have success in the UFC if that happens. Um, I remember the fight with Daly got taken down like the first couple rounds, yeah. but he did show some like good ground game at the end of the fight, I think. He like reversed and got on top and stuff. So, you know, maybe his ground game is a little better than we're giving him credit for. But in, in general, yeah, I mean, the guy is – you know, he's a striker, as we all know. And I'm just saying, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the dude, but I, I don't mind him saying he wants to test himself in the UFC. I think that'd be cool. I mean, there's got to be some fights he can have. But, yeah, I mean, like, the, come on, guys. Like, I, I got to pull the win streak up. I'm sorry, but I have to do it. And again, guys, he has no top 10 wins in, in, in Bellator. You know, that's the other thing that really bothers me, except for Daly, who I think is ranked now. But, like, look at the look at the last couple of fights for us. So, look, look, like, we looked at this last week. Um, two weeks ago, and I got really <laughs> triggered. As Daniel says, I did. Because like, look, Derek Anderson, okay, Ross Houston, Chinzo Anzai, Giovanni Miello, Richard Kiley, Lima, we know he's good. David, we know he's good. David Rickles, come on. This guy, Fernando Gonzalez, gave him a hard fight a few years ago. This guy, Santos, is at the end of his career. Jeremy Holloway, come on. Charlie Ontiveros, how's that guy even in the UFC? Rudy Bears, come on. His nickname is Bad News. Nashon Burrell, are you kidding me? That guy was one and done in the UFC. Ricky Rainey, he's a guy who failed in the UFC too. Come on, Marcel. I mean, this has been soft matching for years. Do you remember that uh, pre-fight uh, talk with uh, Nashawn Burrell and uh, Michael Page? He's like, he's saying he's gonna he's gonna beat me. Nah, yeah. Sean, you're not. Here's gonna the beat thing. Nah. I gotta say this to you. <laughs> Look at this. This is something that pisses me off too. This isn't even welterweight fight. These are catchweight fights. He's not even fighting at 170. So. I don't know. And uh, let's get some comments. I say I agree with you with the opponents. Right? Agree with you saying Bellator's are fights from. Yeah, no, you're listening, Pavel. You're you're not wrong, but they just refuse to give him those fights. There's a lot of good fights for him, Bellator, Daly Anderson. I wouldn't mind the Daily rematch. I guess I'd watch that. Anderson was top ten. Okay. But he wouldn't be top fifty in the UFC. Let's be honest. That guy wouldn't even be top fifty in the UFC. He's just not a great fighter. He's an okay fighter. Rankings are kind of new. You see you have some guys who are out ranking they should be. I agree. I mean, but even but bro. These rankings came out two months ago. They've been matchmaking him soft for eight years, Marcel. It's not like they just started matching him soft. Just I don't know. I just think the guy is talented, but I, I want to see him fight someone better. You know, and again, 30, he just turned 34. So time to make a run for it, man, if you're going to do it. Because the thing is, his game is all speed and reflexes. Once he loses that, it's going to be like Anderson Silva at the end of his career. Just, he lost his game. But yeah, I mean, the guy is definitely exciting. There's no doubt about it. So we'll see. Um, what else do we got here, Marcel? Any other news marks? Any, any, anything else that was crazy? Guys, throw some questions in there. I'll take them. we got a few more minutes left, so we'll take any questions. Anything else, Marcel, that uh, you saw news-wise? Nothing I, I can recall, man. Um, no, not really, to be it's honest. Been a, it's I'm been sorry. a quiet week. I, like I said yeah. at the beginning of the show, guys, I feel like it's kind of like a week off almost. Like I've, I feel like I've got a little bit more sleep in this week than I have in, in a couple months now. It's the first <laughs> week I've had since February where I didn't have to like <laughs> – break down the tape and, and study for a fight card, right? So it's it's nice to get a day off. By the way, uh, Bellator, um, Chris Cyborg and Katzengano, I mean, I don't know if you saw Scott Coger's comments, but he's saying, like, he, he doesn't know if that fight's going to happen. But I'm just wondering, Marcel, who else would it be? 
Like, would it be Lady McCourt? Would that be the fight? Like, I can't think of all. Should, should have been Cyborg against Katsangano last last weekend, to be very honest, man. So I don't know what's the why he doesn't want to make it. I have no idea. But it uh, doesn't make any sense. But uh, I have to say, by the way, I'm happy my country uh, woman, Denise Kilos, is going to fight Juliana Velasquez for the flyweight title, man. By the way, what the hell is this? Someone changed Katsangano's picture on her Wikipedia? What is this shit? What is this? She's working at like a says serves food at Schofield yeah. Barracks. Cool, don't get me wrong. It's awesome that she's doing that. But okay. like, what kind of picture is this? She had another picture where she looked really good in it. Now she's she's got a hat, she's serving food. <laughs> Who put this picture oh, yeah. up here? That is an adulterer event, though. That was the one in Hawaii. So I mean I yeah. like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I just saw uh, it's, it. it's good, yeah, definitely. But it's yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? It's so weird. That is beyond weird. You think you worked at it like uh School cafeteria or something. What are the real chances? Oh, yeah. I mean, you won the first fight. You won the first fight, pal. And it's a different fight now. Obviously, Francis is much more motivated, confident. I think his confidence and obviously his wrestling. And, and I feel like in that fight, and I've watched it again a few times. It's like it's a bad fight. It's boring. But it was boring because Francis just had no confidence after the loss to Stephen. It's like he just didn't want to like get out wrestled, so he just was content with kind of losing another way, which was just getting outpointed. It was a terrible fight. Do I think Derek's got a chance in the rematch? I I do. I do. Not an amazing chance, but I think he's got a bit of a chance. What do you think? Yeah, I agree, man. He definitely got a chance. But, uh, yeah, probably going with Francis in that one. But uh, if I'm going against Lewis, you better go with Lewis because I'm always picking as far as wrong. So, That's what I'm saying. I mean, this guy, dude, coming. How many guys, and this goes for you guys in the chat, too. How many times have we said Derek loses is going to lose his fight? He goes and knocks the guy out. Alexander Volkov. Yeah. Curtis Blades, like all these fights on paper, he's going to lose. And he goes in there and destroys him. So you can't really count the guy out, man. I mean, he's got crazy, crazy knockout power. So he's he's legit as it gets when it comes to the KO power. Let me see yeah. if I got some more comments on my Twitter. I just saw a few. Um, let see what people are saying. Someone said well, uh, he'd love to see him in Bel in uh, in UFC. And he's like, love to see him starch this clown worse than Lima did. Holy, that is, that is ruthless. That is ruthless, bro. <laughs> That is ruthless. All right. Um, anything else, guys? You guys, any, any last questions? We'll, we'll take them. If not, then we'll just get out here early. I'll be back on uh, Thursday with Mark, with uh, AJ at uh, 4 p.m. I got a bunch of comments. Let me see what people are saying, though. I just refreshed okay. it. Uh, yeah, people want to see it. Yeah, but they want to see, see, see him get his ass kicked. That's what they're saying. The thing is, like, I feel like if they did sign Michael Page, they would give him – like, like a, I don't know who it would be, but like a John Fitch type of wrestler. Like, who's a who's in the UFC right now? It's like a grinding type of 170 that is like lower, lower in the top 15 or something. Not even in the top 15. There's a like grinding type of wrestler. Who, I, have some, I, have, I have somebody on my mind earlier today, but I, I forgot. Um, who? And look at the rankings uh, right now. I mean, imagine yeah. they gave him Kamzat. <laughs> they go and give him Kamzat in his first fight. <laughs> that'd be funny. But even like yeah, a guy but, like Kiesa, right? Like, that would be a tough fight. Let me check who I had in mind, man. No, it was, a, it was a lower rank guy what I had in mind, but still very, very tough for him, probably. Uh, I mean, even like Abubakar would be kind of a tough fight right on paper. Or even that dude, um, what's his name? The guy that won last week, uh, Carlson Harris or whatever. Like, that'd be a – I mean, it sounds like these guys aren't even in Paige's class, right, guys? But, again, it's all stylistic matchups, right? That guy, Carlson Harris, is 33, by the way, Marcel. So he's an older dude. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know who they'd give him, guys. Maybe they'd give him Diego Lima. He could fight Douglas's brother. 
I like this fight too, but Maya's fighting um, Bilal, and I think if he fights, if he loses, he's gonna retire. I'm pretty sure he'll retire if he loses that fight. Um, but I could be wrong. I've got Lewis over Nagano. My picks have been bad. Daniel, not just you, man. I mean, the picks have been tough lately for me. So you lost two cards were not great. I'm glad we have a week off. I can like, you know, reorganize my mind in the way I'm looking at the fights. Um, but I feel like there's been so many upsets. But yeah, Marcel, I'm just looking at the odds and or not the odds, the division right now, and it's like, how about even how about this fight? Ramazan Amiv versus Michael Page. There you go. It would <laughs> yeah, be so boring, but he would he would probably grind him out with a horrible, ugly decision, right? Or uh, even like Bilal yeah. Muhammad versus Michael Page, someone like that. I don't think they would give him a striker. I feel like they would want to expose him a little bit with the wrestling just to make it seem like Belcher was not as good. What about Shafkat Rachmanov against Michael Page? Maybe he'll choke him out. They would need to pay MVP yeah. big to cover sponsorship. That 3K Venom check won't go far. I agree with that too. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's making in Belcher. I don't know if they release their salaries. I don't think they do, do they? I don't think they do. I've never heard about it, no. I've never heard of Bellator salaries released. Um, but yeah, something like that. Okay, guys, any more questions? Throw them in. We've got a few minutes left. What else? News is out there, but uh, there really isn't much more salt. So uh, maybe you should just get out of here, honestly. Plug your stuff. Let's get out of here early today. Big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram and uh, MMADNA.nl, wherever you can find it. Yeah, there you go. Me, MMAdamart on Twitter. Uh, bjpen.com guys for all the news definitely check us out there miamianews.com also work there maoddsbreaker.com home of the podcast um, this week could be a little bit light for con- content on there but just keep tuning anyways um, like I said the podcast with AJ Thursday 4pm Eastern I'll do that with him and uh, what else Marcel I mean there's not a ton else uh, Fancy Fanatics I work for that app but there's again there's no event this weekend and I'm, and then Elite Fancy Elite Dining I have a week off from my betting too so still up on the year man I'm up uh like nine units. So I've been good since uh, February since I started there. So it's going well. I'm not down like a lot of people are right now. It's been tough lately, man. The fights are, you know, the matchmaking, Marcel, just gets so good now these days. Don't you think? Like the fights are harder to pick than ever. And every week, guys, we're seeing multiple upsets just because yeah. fighters get so much better now during the time when we last saw them fight. Like that Vandera guy looked so much better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just a few months and these guys can improve. So something to keep in mind. All right, we'll get out of here, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in, everyone in the chat, and we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, anyone who wants to join us, then 4 p.m. Eastern. Oh, last comment. I'm here and don't buy Bitcoin. I warned you guys months ago. Dude, I'm glad you said that because, man, the last few months, I was like, I've been told to get Bitcoin for years now. I was like, buy Bitcoin, right? I'm like, I don't know about this thing. I don't know enough about it. A few months ago, someone's like, dude, it's going to go shoot to 100,000. I was like, all right, do I put all my savings in this thing and buy one Bitcoin or something like that? But no, I didn't. And now I'm glad I didn't because it's not worth as much anymore. It dropped half the price. So yeah, it's sure I'm glad you don't. But yeah, we'll just stick to our MMA betting, guys. Have a great